Hello, hello, hello. Welcome to the It Is What It Is podcast powered by the Riot Report. My name is Josh Klein. I am managing editor of said Riot Report. And if you're like me, uh, you did not expect to be recording the intro to a podcast for a three and two Carolina Panthers team. Uh, winners in week five for the first time in Atlanta since 2014. And we kind of saw what we thought this offense was going to be like. I mean, uh, the passing game was clicking in the first half. Joe Brady dialing everything up that he needed to do. Big play for DJ Moore and uh, Teddy Bridgewater over 250 passing yards, second most in team history in the first half. And then once they got to the second half, they kind of let Mike Davis take over. And a big bruising running back, downhill guy, likes ISO plays. Uh, likes the counters, like likes to get the ball in his hands and, and, and put his helmet onto somebody. And that's exactly what he did. A uh, huge game for Mike Davis. And this team is 3-2 and two, uh, with Christian McCaffrey eligible to come off of injured reserve. And I, I'm not the only person to tell you, and I am more than willing to admit, I did not see this coming. I, I don't think any of us did. And uh, it's exciting. It's It's exciting to watch a team that seems like they're on the upswing and that's exactly what this team is all about uh you are going to hear from matt rule and teddy bridgewater and mike davis and shaq thompson and Razul douglas uh in tandem russell okung and justin burris about what they saw from the atlanta defense what they saw from the atlanta offense and the the overarching theme that you're going to hear from everybody is that this team doesn't just play for themselves, they play for one another and they play for each other. And that seems to be the hallmark of this 2020 Carolina Panthers team is playing together, playing as a team, and playing for each other. And uh, it's just good to hear that Matt Rule has instilled his tough attitude into these players and is, uh, I, I think I'm not the only one that is excited for the future. I encourage you to listen to all of these and uh, come back each day for more. It is what it is. Check out other podcasts on the riot network, quick blitz, one day contract out of the black and blue. And of course, if you speak German, keep talking. If you don't speak German, I would not recommend checking out that podcast because it is in German for Panthers fans. But for now, here's Matt rule and the rest of your three and two Carolina Panthers Tied for first place in the NFC South. That sounds weird. Uh, obviously very proud of our team today. A hard-fought, uh, tough victory. Um, I thought all three phases did their part. And so I'm really, really pleased, really proud, really excited for those guys. Um, a lot of credit to Atlanta. We knew that, uh, you know, they had their full complement back on defense. They were going to give us uh, challenges. Uh, we knew on offense that they were, uh, you know, they have weapons, Ridley, Matt Ryan, you know, they were going to challenge us. Um, uh, and, and they did. It was a great back and forth game. And it, we thought we did a great job in the fourth quarter of, of uh, really in the second half, of holding them to field goals on defense and running the ball on offense, making some explosive plays. So, Really proud of our guys, the amount of guys that stepped up in this game. Um, you know, Burns goes down. I thought he was playing really well. Uh, Yitor goes down. Uh, the D-Jack goes down, and everyone steps up. 
Justin Burroughs, really proud and excited for him that um, he made that pick. And, and uh, so I thought it was a total team win. That's what we're looking for, a team, a team, a team. All right, guys, let's go to uh, David Newton to start and then Brett Jensen. Hey, Matt, David here. Uh, congratulations. Um, you always talk about playing hard and physical, uh, and a lot of times that applies to defense, but there was a couple of runs out there that seemed to exemplify that. Uh, the Curtis Samuel four-quarter run where he carried a bunch of defenders and a few by Mike Davis. How, how much does that play into what you really want to build here? Well, I mean, it uplifts, uplifts the team, it uplifts the sidelines. I mean, Curtis's play, I, mean, I thought that was – first of all, it was a great check by Teddy. I mean, that's not a called play. Teddy – Checks to that, the checks to that run, and um, uh, you know it looked like there was a, a problem on the exchange. You guys probably saw it cleaner than I did, and but Curtis found a way. And um, I thought Curtis was really, you know, one of the stories today. Made a, made a bunch of great plays, made a bunch of great plays, and um, but I think the physicality in the run game, physicality by the O line, that's really what we're looking for. I didn't see the stats. I don't know how many yards we had, um, but uh, I mean Bruce gave it to me. I just, just didn't bother to look at it. Hey, Matt, I'm curious, um, in terms of the injuries, can you go over them and just talk about Jackson and, you know, and Burns and everything else and the ones that haven't, you know, Etor maybe even KK at the end? Do you, can you give us any update on those? Because that's four have, starters on defense. Yeah, yeah I, I have no update on those guys. Um, you know, they just they pulled them. They said they were down. I'll, I'll let the doctors do their thing and wait till tomorrow. And, um, you know, I'll give you guys an updated thing when I know it. Half the time, I don't even really know what the injury, you know, the, the true you know, measure of the injury is so they get back tomorrow and they get looked at. All right, let's go to Miles Simmons and then Joe Person. Matt, um, when you get those two drives, I mean, at the end of the, at the, end of the first half, um, you the two-minute drive, and then at the end of the game, where you guys are able to hold on to the ball for so long, is that sort of exactly what you want out of your offense to be able to control the game? I mean, I want to, I want to score, you know, for first and foremost, I definitely want to score. Um, but when you can't score, you want to hold the ball as long as possible to give your defense a rest to sort of start to win the physical battle and to keep the ball away from the opposing team. So I thought that last drive, I think we started with like six minutes or five minutes or so, ran all the way to minute 10, um, really could have been aggressive and tried to score a touchdown, but the, the safe bet, the better bet to seem like to take it down, kick the field goal. And, um, um, you know, there was a lot of great runs, a lot of great plays, and uh, uh, a lot of guys made tremendous efforts. Matt, this is the second week in a row you guys did not allow a sack. How much of that is Teddy? How much of that is the line or some combination? I think it's always all of them. It's also, you know, the guys getting open. When guys get open quickly, you know, you have a chance to get rid of, get rid of the ball out of your hand. Um, the Mike Davis and those guys picked up blitzes when they came. But I think our offensive line it looked like they played well uh, from the field. And, um, you know, they, they brought a lot of exotic blitzes. Teddy got hit sometimes, but, um, you know, he was able to get the ball out of his hand. And I think that's one of the things that he's doing a great job of. And most importantly to me is we protected the football. You know, I don't, I don't think we had a turnover today, right? So we, we didn't give the ball away. And, um, you know, anytime you win the turnover battle, you have a chance to win. All right, let's go to Phil Orban and then Elena Gutzenberg. Matt, you mentioned Justin's interception. That, that's the second straight week where the defense has started to give just a little bit and then made a big play. How important are those big momentum shifting plays, and and how big was that pick at that point in the game? Well, I think it was huge. I mean, they they were uh, they they had uh, they had turned the tide of the game in terms of you know we were wearing down, they were moving the ball, you know they they were I thought they had a great game plan in the second half. They didn't panic. They were down two scores. They came out, they ran the ball offensively. We went three and out twice, and, and that was a huge, huge, huge play for us. And so uh, um, 
again, JB, what a tremendous play. And it was, you know, the, also the plays that led up to it. You know, we think we stopped them twice down there in the goal line area to get it to, I think that was third down. Oh, yeah. Sorry, the game escapes me afterwards. But um, that, that's what you need. We need our players to make plays, and they did that. Matt, I was just curious, you know, Teddy had put together a really impressive second quarter. What did you see from him today? And did you, you know, end the offense overall in that second quarter? I thought we were just aggressive and explosive. You know, we uh, we had some uh, down-the-field plays. We got into the two-minute, went down and scored right before the half, which obviously was vital. Um, again, some of our issues from the past couple of weeks, like third down, you know, uh, third down percentage in, in the red zone. So red zone third down hurt us on the first two drives, but then we were able to, we were able to, uh, convert the next two. So um, I thought it was well done by, you know, by him and, and by his teammates. All right, let's go to Jonathan Alexander and then J.B. Ricks. Hey, man. Hope you're doing well. Um, you know, the passing defense really, you know, kept Matt Ryan in check, it seemed. Um, run defense wasn't as good, but what have you seen from this defense um, as the weeks have gone on? Yeah, uh, you know, we're just trying to play total team defense. You know, we don't, I don't think of it like compartmentalized, like, hey, you know, you know, it's a, you know, it's a give and take, right? If you put a bunch of guys in the box, you, you open yourself up to the pass. And so to me, it's just guys just reacting, reading their keys. I think the biggest thing is that we didn't give up a bunch of explosives. I think we gave up two, one along the sideline that I was just about to challenge and, and um, um, wasn't sure, you know, if his foot was in or not. Um, but, but, you know, they, they, they did a nice job him scrambling around, making some plays down the field. Um, you know, we're just getting better. I think when you lose that many guys, uh, your backups step up. To me, it's a testament to the way we practice. And I say we, not me, the way the players practice, that the twos get a lot of reps and they take it seriously. So you're out there at the end of the game and, and those guys are playing and playing well. You know, Troy Pride went out there, played the whole game. Rasul played the whole game. Corn Elder makes yet another couple stops. So, um, you know, we're a fourth down play away from, you know, ending ending it, you know, we, without giving up that last field goal. So, uh it's just practice. It's just the guys getting better. My hope is that we can take a couple of days, catch our breath, and then and then hit this uh, you know hit this game this week with the same level of preparation that we've had this, these past weeks. Hey Matt, JB Ricks here from Spectrum News One. Congratulations on the win. Um, I want to know from you what word best describes your team for them being able to go three and zero without one of the best players in the NFL. And the second part of that question is who deserves the most credit for this recent run? Well, I think you said the word it's team and as such, really no one deserves it. You know, they all deserve it. You know, it's the guys that it's the guys that are playing, you know, a jammer on the punt team, you know, running down and making a huge tackle to, to pin them. It's the punter, you know, nailing a long punt. It's the, it's the field goal protection team. It's, it's, it's not a, it's perceived as a game of superstars, but it's not, it's all these, you know, guys doing their job and working really hard. It's also, you know, the coaching staff. It's also the support staff. It's also the people who set the video up. It's everybody just doing their job and trying to do it better today than they did it yesterday. And that's always going to be kind of a corny answer, but it's true that, you know, we're three and oh, or whatever, three and two or one and oh this week, whatever, because we're improving. Um, now we, we have to start over again next week and, and try to be a better team next Sunday than we were this Sunday. And, um, uh, I give that I give that credit to the players. They've bought into the practice. They brought into the work ethic, the preparation, and I think it's showing up on game day. All right, guys, we only have time uh, time for two more. So let's go to Deshaun and then finish with Josh Klein. Hey, coach. This is Deshaun from Channel Nine. Congratulations as well. How would you describe what you're seeing from Mike Davis and the way that he's running the ball? I think he's running it with uh, tremendous physicality. Um, he's not getting tackled by the first uh, the tackler. Um, 
I think we found some runs that, that he feels really comfortable with. And I think there's just great second effort, great yards after contact. And, um, you know, that's, a, that's, a, that's the mark of a good back. You know, he's also doing a good job catching the football. You know, it's great situational awareness, getting down, not going out of bounds at the end of the game. So Mike's a, Mike's a pro and he's playing like Great team win today. We knew that it was going to be a physical game, a battle. Um, you know, uh, coach mentioned that you know Dan Quinn said something to him um, in the pregame about just let's battle. And coach came in and told us, hey, we knew what kind of game it was going to be. We knew their mindset that they were coming out to battle, and we knew that it was going to be a battle. KK talked to the guys before we went out, told us, man, don't even look at the scoreboard. You know, um, just play each play one play at a time. And when we look up when the clock says zero at the end. Hopefully we give ourselves and put ourselves in position to win. So it was a great team effort. The O-line did a great job of sustaining drives, especially at the end of the game right there, uh, allowing us to drive down the field, kick a field goal. Um, Justin made a clear the game, you know, intercepting that pass in the red zone. So, man, uh, I'm just proud of these guys and uh, just got to find a way to just keep winning. All right, let's go to Josh for the first question, and then we'll go to Joe Person. Hey, Teddy. Um, I know you're not really somebody that likes to look backwards, but when you look at this team, this is a Panthers team that hasn't won in Atlanta since 2014. For you guys to go in as a young team that maybe didn't have a lot of expectations coming into this season and get a divisional win on the road, um, just how does that feel to kind of start off, kick off the, the new era? Um, for us, we just look at it, you know, who's the next opponent? Um, we try not to look too far back because this is a new team. So um, all we can control is just, you know, how hard we work each day. And we focus on that, trying to be, you know, a better player each day, a better man each day. So um, for us to just come away with the win today um, is huge, you know, for the guys. We have some guys on this team who, like you said, have been on the team who haven't won here since 2014. But, you know, all of that is really irrelevant right now because, you know, this is the 2020, 2000, uh, 2020 Panthers team and, you know, can't look too far back. Teddy, another Atlanta question. You have had some big games against the Falcons and down here. What is it about it? And can you talk about how you got in a really good groove beginning like in the first half today? Um, we just came in with the mindset that we want to be aggressive. And uh, that's our mindset, you know, each week. I mind you, we play teams that play us differently and we come up with different ways to beat them. But you know, we came into this game saying that we want to be aggressive. I think, um, you know, throughout my career, I've had some success here. Um, we just had good game plans. Uh, it's always the guys around me who make my job much easier. So um, you have Mike Davis coming out of the backfield, catching nine passes, rushing the ball for over 80 yards. You know, uh, Curtis Samuel coming in, giving us a change up, you know, catching the ball out of the backfield, catching the ball at wide receiver, running the ball out of the backfield. You know, for me, it's just, man, all I have to do is get the ball to those guys. So um, I credit all, all, all the success that I've had against Atlanta, especially today to those guys. Well, let's go to David Newton and then Miles Simmons. First of all, Teddy, where is your Miami Heat hat? And second of all, um, Coach said the 17-yard uh, third down run that Curtis had was a check by you. Can you need to go through what you saw there? Um, my Heat hat is in my locker, but – um. Just on that play, I just um, felt like, man, you know, um, honestly, just give the ball to Curtis. Or let's let's line up in this package. 
I get a look to throw the ball, you know, I can get us into the right play. And then uh, I just noticed that they were in dying personnel. And I was like, hey, man, we're going to make this DB. who came into the game, you know, make a tackle. So we ran the ball right at him. Uh, we checked the inside zone, ran right to the DB. Uh, and Curtis did the rest. But the offensive line also gave him extra push. So that's, that's the exciting part about this team, man. All these guys, they're fired up. You see us making plays, the offensive line, run down the field, picking guys up off the field. Curtis is celebrating when he gets the first down. So, you know, that's pretty impressive. Hey, Teddy, when you guys are able to hold the ball like you were at the end of the game, I'm sure you want to score a touchdown to really put the finishing touches on it. But what, what, kind, of, um, what kind of lift does that give you, and how much do you want to be able to hold the ball like that? Man, it's, 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 it's pretty good. It's a good lift for us. Um, I was actually, I told Coach on the sideline, Coach Pete, said, man, I'm pissed about the drive that we went three and out. I miss Ian on the end cut. Just give him a ball he can catch. We might put another drive together. But uh, for us, we did what we did at the end of the game. You know, that just goes back to, you know, our physicality, our toughness, mentally and physically. Um, you know, throughout the week, we practice a certain way and it prepares us for situations and moments like that. And, you know, it's huge for us down the stretch. Let's go to Steve Reed and then Elena Gutzenberg. Hey, Teddy. I mean, I wonder if you could, we could talk about, you guys are 0-2. You lose, you know, an all-pro running back, one of the best players in the league. And somehow you guys have strung together three wins. What does this say about this? this team and um, the momentum that you've somehow turned around after maybe a lot of people thought that you were going the other direction. Yeah. Um, you know, it just shows that, you know, the noise on the outside doesn't matter. Only thing that matters is, you know, what we discuss in our locker room and our facility, we can't buy into what's been said on the outside. You know, as long as we come to, come to work each day, we play for one another, you know, everything else will fall in place. So, um, you know, I think it's huge. It says a lot about this team. How you look out there, guys are having fun. You know, they're communicating, they're high-fiving, they're picking guys up off the field. You know, that's a testament to that locker room. Hey, Teddy, I was wondering, you know, with Robbie early, you know, he only got one catch of four targets, and then you started going to him a lot in the second quarter. He ended up with 100 yards. That trust you have with him, I mean, when it wasn't working at first, I mean, why did you keep going to him and just, you know, just how Robbie's game today? You know, um, you just want to find ways to get your guys the ball, and, you know, Robbie's one of the playmakers who's been making plays for us. And uh, even DJ, you know, you talk about him catching the ball and running for a touchdown. That was huge. So um, the more we can find different ways to just get those guys going, because they bring a, a real spark to this offense. And, you know, those are the guys who really, you know, make big plays in this offense. So, you know, Robbie, you know, stuck with them. He ended up, you know, finding ways to – I think early in the game we missed a couple calls. Uh, it was a third down. I felt like it was a holding call. But, you know, and uh, another third down in the game, I thought it was a P.I. But, you know, uh, we just had to keep playing. Um, if Robbie wasn't having success, you saw DJ making plays. If DJ didn't get the ball, you saw Curtis making plays. So, you know, each guy, they pick each other up. They, they all elevate each other's game. Mike, uh, first of all, congratulations. Um, Teddy was just asked this a minute ago, and I wanted to get your perspective on this as well. What's the difference between this team now and the team during the first two weeks? I mean, not often does a team change that quickly, that fast in the, in the very beginning of the season. What's the difference between now and the first two games of the season? Um, I would say guys uh, bought in. Uh, we believe in each other. Uh, first two weeks were us basically, I think, just trying to figure out who we were. And, uh now, man, we just really just want to come in and be the toughest team you can play. 
<clears throat> Mike, any extra motivation today playing in front of the hometown crowd and plus two, kind of a rival, a girly from high school and college days there that, that he got the offer to Georgia and you ended up going to South Carolina, which I like being a South Carolina grad, but any extra motivation with that today? Um, of course, I always love the extra motivation whenever I'm playing against Atlanta. Um, I know a lot of those guys on the team. So, uh, like, when I was in Seattle, man, I, I had a chip on my shoulder playing against Atlanta. But, um, I mean, it's, it's always good to come home and play in front of your family and friends. And, and that's about it, really. <laughs> All right, let's go to Deshaun and then Josh Sims. Hi, Mike. Congratulations on the win. To piggyback on that a little bit, just the way you've been running the ball, I mean, three straight games with 90-plus yards from scrimmage, what is different for you about this season? Um, I, I mean, I don't know what to say. Like, it's just that's just really just how I play. Um, I said, and most of the times, I'm, I'm just really pissed off when I'm out there. So, I mean, I don't, I don't know how to really explain it. Our question got asked, Preston. Don't worry about it. Okay, sounds good. Let's go to Miles Simmons and then Phil Orban. Uh, well, I mean, Mike, you, you said that, you know, you, you play PO. I mean, how else uh, do you describe the way that you're able to get runs like you are? I mean, that's particularly that 23-yard screen that you had um, on in, in that first half in the two-minute drill. Um, Just... <laughs> uh. I would say grit. Um, I mean, I I want it. You know what I mean? Like, <clears throat> I don't know how to explain it, but like, like I love being on this team. Uh, I'm not, I'm just not out there playing for myself. I'm also playing for my teammates. So when I'm out there, you know what I'm saying? I'm thinking about the guys and their stories and and everything. So I'm I'm not just playing for myself. I'm playing for a team, and I know that those guys out there they're going to do their job. So those type of things on the screen, uh, I'm just trying to do what I do. Mike, I'm, I'm thinking specifically about some of those runs on that final drive. Can, can you feel how deflating it is to a defense when, when they need to get a stop and they just, they just can't? Can yeah, you, can... I know it's, uh, it's, it's frustrating for the defense, but, man, it's, it's a relief for me when I can just go in and just – Pound, pound guys and, and, and run through them and break their will. That's that's really what I'm trying to do. I'm really trying to break anybody that's in my way. All right, guys, we have time for two more. So let's go to Jonathan Alexander and then Joe Person. Hey, what's up, Michael? Hope you're doing well. Uh, first, uh, I was wondering, did you have much family um, at the game? And then I'll ask the second one. Uh, yeah, I have family here. My fiance, her friend. Uh, my brother, both of my brothers, one of my sisters and my mom was here. And also, um, I'm wondering, what is the difference you see um, from this team, I guess, as far as the mindset and the, and the feeling in the locker room? We, we want to win. We want to win bad. And not only do we want to win, uh, like I said, we want to be the most physical team out there. It ain't, it ain't about just winning. We don't care about you know, records or, or, or whatever it is, we, we worry about ourselves. And as long as we can go out there and play physical and, and, and beat up on guys to score, take care of stuff. 
Hey, Mike, how are, are you approaching this? Uh, you know, I think Christian's got a couple more weeks. I know you've said all along you're a team guy, but, you know, how will you approach that when he's back, you know, healthy again? The same way I've always been uh, taking approach, uh, take it on as if I'm going to be starting uh, in the case of anything happen. Other than that, I don't, I don't really too much think about, you know what I mean? Not, I don't know how to say it, like not playing, I guess, but I, I, I just try to go out there and, and do what I do when it's my turn. Have you heard a lot from Christian, you know, in, 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 over the course of the last couple of weeks in your preparations? Yeah, man. I, I don't think people understand, man. C-Mac is, is a team first guy. He really is. So, like, <laughs> like I can go and check my phone after the game and C-Mac could be the first one that send me videos of, you know what I mean, of, like, my best runs. And I, I hear him in the background cheering for me. So, you know, it's, it's that those type of things that, you know what I mean, I, I appreciate C-Mac a lot. Y'all killing me. Y'all killing me. We got Rasul and Shaq Thompson podium together. Okay. Two, two for one. Two for one. Let's go to Brett Jensen. Is that okay? Is that okay with you guys? Well, I mean, there's no stopping. It's already starting yeah. right now. Stay with them. All Let's right. So this guy's is, uh, first of all, congratulations. And this is for both of you. Uh, I'm curious. Uh, What's the difference, because you guys are veterans, what's the difference between the first two weeks and what's been going on the last three weeks, especially defensively for you guys? Four starters went down today and you were still able to shut down Atlanta. Uh, I think the difference is we, we're actually playing as a team. Uh, after every week, uh, win or loss, coach comes in there, Coach Rue comes in there, and he challenges us. He challenges us to say, oh, we ain't tackling better, or we're not covering as good, or we're not finishing. And every week he just challenges us and we just try to live up to that challenge. Yeah, what Rasul said, we're, we're playing together. Um, you can see from the first two games to these next games, you see the team coming together. You see us playing for each other and not just with each other and just playing the game. We're playing for each other. We're brothers and we're playing for each other. One guy goes down, we know the next person needs to step up. Our mentality is what's next. All right, let's go to Phil Orban and then Miles Simmons. Yeah, to, to that end, guys, playing for each other, it's a second straight week. You guys have started to maybe slip a little bit defensively, and the Falcons were coming back into it, and, and, and somebody made a big play. In this case, it was Justin. Can you um, can you kind of go through how, how big of a momentum shift his interception in the end zone was and, and what it says about you guys that you're able to come up with those big plays when things look like they may be going the other way? Yeah, it's just keeping our head down and grinding. Uh, we all keep each other accountable. We all tell each other, like, let's go. Let's play our brand of football, our brand of defense. And um, that play was probably the biggest play of the game. Um, JB, everybody did their job. JB executed, got a pick. And uh, like Russell said, the coaches challenged us in the red zone. And I feel like we fulfilled that challenge. And uh, like I said, JB did a great job stepping up and making that play for us. Hey guys, um, when you guys lose four starters, how hard is that to overcome and why were you able to overcome it? Is it just that what's next mentality? Yeah, definitely. It's like Shaq said, what's next? Uh, everyone practice like they're a starter, no matter what position you play. Uh, ones, twos, threes, fours, everyone gets starters rep. Everyone is a starter, no one has a job. And uh, if someone goes down, you just know it's on you. And we believe in everybody on our team and everyone knows their job and their assignment. So if someone does go down, 
it was no problem with coach going to the next guy. All right, let's go to Joe Person and then Jonathan Alexander. Hey, Shaq, you mentioned the, the play of the game uh, pretty much uh, by Justin. How satisfying was it for you to see him do that after he you know, had the near miss on the scoop and score? It's the what's next mentality. Um, we knew, and he even told himself, he told us in the locker room, it was his fault. He's going to make the play. He's going to make a play. He's going to get a pick. And you know what? He stepped up big for us, and he was a man of his word, and we trusted him. And he he got a, he got us a stop in the red zone for us, and that was a huge play, game changing play. Hey, what's up, fellas? Uh, hope y'all doing well. I'm just curious, how how concerning was it to see uh, Ryan Burns' injury initially, and have y'all had a chance to, to check on him? Uh, we don't really know too much about Burns. Uh, we'll probably find out in a little bit or on the plane ride when we get back. So we don't know anything, but of course, when, when our brother go down, we all wants to know what's going on and is he, if he's going to be okay or is he going to get back in the game or anything. But as of right now, we don't know. All right, guys, you only have time for two more. So let's go to Steve Reed and then finish with Josh Klein. Hey, guys, uh, for both of you, I mean, has it dawned on you guys that right now, you know, it, you start 0-2, you lose Christian McCaffrey, one of your better players, you rattle off three in a row, and now you're tied for first in the NFC South. Does that dawn on you that you guys are in first place? Nah, we're not looking at that. We're taking it one game at a time. Our mentality is one to know each and every week. We're not worried about our record. We're not worried about the division. We control them what we can control, and that's us playing each and every week going one to know. Shaq, uh, you have not won in Atlanta in your entire career. Was that something that you had thought about at all? And is it kind of like nice to get that monkey off your back? And then I was hoping, Roswell, if you wouldn't mind just talking about uh, – the, the the interception that Justin had and just what that just kind of break down what happened on that play. Yeah, um, that has dawned on me. Um, just going into this game, just knowing that Atlanta plays different when they're home. You know what I mean? They, they play different in front of their fans. But this year was different. We came out there, we played for each other. We knew it was on the line. And we knew Atlanta is a great team. Regardless of their record, you got to go out there and play. Play Atlanta. A hard as heck. They're good for us. Team. They have great players. They got a great quarterback. They got all of our weapons. And, you know, we just came out with the win. We played our brand of football. We won. Each team each team contributed. Special teams, offense, and defense. And that's how we got the victory. Hey, Russell, uh, congratulations on getting back in the, the game. And um, all this talk, you've been watching it from the sideline, I guess, the last few weeks about this team playing hard and, and, and fast and physical. What what play defines that for you in this, this game? Oh, I don't think it's one certain play. I, to me, uh, I think what defines the team is always that, that the first special teams drive. I think I've, I've always, you know, the way you start the game and uh, our special teams when, you know, the guys who don't necessarily play as much on offense and defense, the tenacity they go out there with, uh, I think is a, a testament to the character of our team. So to watch those guys first, especially these guys come out and, and really stamp and signature who we are as a team, and then the offense and defense following uh, is incredible. It's great. It, it's really fun to see. And so not, not one play. Uh, I really can't point at one. Uh, but I can say it was a, uh, a, a very incredible, cohesive effort amongst all the players. I was just curious. 
at the Curtis Samuel run, we're at third and two. I mean, you, the line and, and you guys and, and he were just carrying guys down the line. I didn't know if that was the one that was stood out. I mean, hats off to Curtis, man. I mean, the guy just found a way to stay on his feet. And, um, you know, as offensive line, we just want to be able to finish the play. You know, he's an extremely talented player. Can't wait to see him uh, do more. I think he's going to be really special. Uh, let's go to Joe Person and then Miles Simmons. Russell, I think you gave Curtis a little assist at the end of that play. Was going to see if you could uh, kind of describe that. And then also the fact that uh, this is second straight week. You guys have not allowed a sack. What that means uh, to your unit? Well, obviously, uh, to answer the, the latter question, we take extreme pride in being able to protect uh, Teddy. You know, uh, and just because he's a great person, I mean, who would want to get that guy hit? Honestly, um, but you know, uh, like uh, uh, as an offensive line, we just want to put our hats on and grind every single day. Every single day, we don't care about the uh, the, the accolades, the, the acknowledgement. You know, when a guy like Curtis. Uh, is able to get a couple of extra, a couple more extra yards and, and, and fight for more. I mean, that does something to the offensive line. We want to be able to push him, you know, as, as far as as far as he can go, you know. And uh, man, it's really great effort from him. And uh, hopefully, we can continue to be better as an offensive line and keep grinding uh, and be more supportive of all the the, the skill guys. All right, so we'll go to you for this question, then we'll finish with Steve Reed. Russell, what is it like to to block for Mike Davis, especially as he just continues to bowl guys over? Yeah, we, I would say uh, we definitely miss Christian McCaffrey. I mean, you know, that guy is uh, certainly a really special uh, and talented player. You know, but in his absence, uh, Michael Davis has been exceptional. Um, his uh, aggression uh, when he's really hitting the hole um, and understanding you know, his reads and, and trusting his offensive line uh, to do what we do best, uh, I think uh, it's really a testament to uh, his efforts in practice. Uh, and his desire to be a better player each and every day and every week. And uh, we're seeing that uh, manifest uh, each Sunday. Russell, Miles sort of stole my question, but can you imagine now when you get Christian McCaffrey back and, and Mike Davis, what he's shown, having the two of them back there at different times, I guess, uh, what, what would that mean for your backfield? Um, shoot, man, I got, I got to say, man, uh, I love playing with Christian. You know, I mean, but we also have some guys who can who come in uh, and step up, I think we call it the sort of next man, next man up mentality. You know, you may, this is the game of football. It's, uh, it, it's violent and it takes a lot, of, a lot out of us. And sometimes the body just can't go. You know, but the great thing about this team, I guess this offense is you have players uh, who may not necessarily have the same profile or notoriety and they come in and they step up uh, and they serve the team well. And so um, I think we got our guys all over, you know, who want the ball in their hands, who want them to take place. All right, Elena, you want to start us off the first question? Sure. Um, I guess, Justin, first, do you want to take us through that interception? What went down on that play? Um, it was just – it was a great call by Coach trying to get some pressure on the quarterback. Um, and, you know, it was just trying to step up and make a play. Um, you know, you've got to kind of put the hat on yourself and, and try to make a play for your, for your team. Uh, I know I had that, you know, that fumble that I should have recovered earlier in the game. And I, I just kept telling the guys, man, I'm, I'm going to make up for it. Um, and I, I just wanted to go out and do that for them. Let's go to Josh Klein and then Jason Huber. 
Justin, you were kind of you were in Russell Gage's pocket on that on that interception. Were you surprised at all when you turned around and the ball was coming your way? Like usually when you're that close to a receiver, it doesn't come to you. Um, I mean, I, I was I was I figured it would it would happen. You know, it was a safety on a on a slot receiver. Um, you know, they thought they thought they had a mismatch. You know, I figured it was going to come to me, um, but you know, I couldn't panic. Um, and that was just just the time to make a play. Um, you know, the coaches made that call because they have faith in me to, to cover those slot receivers. So, um, you know, I, I just wanted to prove them right. Justin, how important was it after you were unable to get the scoop earlier in the game after the fumble? What was going through your head after that and how important, you know, uh, Shaq Thompson mentioned that you said, I'm going to make up for that, and then you were able to make a huge play? Um, honestly, it was a testament to my teammates. They're just coming up to me telling me, you're going to make another play. Uh, you're going to make two plays. You're going to make up for that. And, um, you know, I think probably every person on that defense came up to me and said, you're going to make a play. Um, and that just gave me confidence to go out there and continue playing, not rushing, um, not, you know, overstepping or, or just going out and rushing and, and trying to make a play, but just letting, letting every play come to me. And, uh, you know, I just got to appreciate my teammates for that, keeping my, keeping my head up. Let's go to Phil Orban and then Miles Simmons. More on that, I mean, Shaq called this defense a, a brotherhood, right? And there were so many new pieces when you guys came in. You, you, you don't get the preseason. You don't get an offseason, really. How, how, how have you guys been able to come together like that and kind of gel the way you have, especially these last three weeks? I think when you have a culture um, and that, you know, Coach Rule and Coach Snow and, you know, everybody has kind of implemented, um, you have a lot of young, hungry guys, a lot of guys that are running to the ball, a lot of guys that are trying to make plays. Um, and we're trying to make plays for each other. You know, we're trying to uh, be great for each other. You know, and, and we're picking each other up, and we're um, we're just we're just playing for each other. Um, and it's great to see when we turn on the film and you see guys running to the ball and guys hitting, and that's that's we can tell every player is playing for each other, and uh, that's just that's just great to see. And uh, that's that's what's helping us um, continue to strive and continue to be better. Justin, what did happen on that play uh, with the strip sack? And were you trying to pick it up and score and it just didn't happen? Yeah, I just didn't get my hands underneath it. Um, you know, I just got to go back next week and continue to work on that. Uh, we do that every week. That, that's, that's on me. I should have I had that. Um, but just got to continue working on it, continue working on uh, scooping the ball and getting my hands on it, clearing my feet, continue to be better, be better for the next time. I'm going to get another chance to do it, though. All right, guys, we have time for two more quick ones. Let's go to Joe Person and then finish with Jonathan Alexander. Justin, did you keep the ball that you intercepted? And how nice is it that you're able to talk about the first play now after a victory? Oh, yeah. That's, um, that that would have hurt uh, to have that first play um, and, and not get it. Um, but, yeah, I did keep the ball. Uh, that's something I do on every interception. And uh, that's just, you know, another one going up on, on, on my mantle. Hey, Justin, hope you're doing well. Yeah, I was I was going to ask, um, you know, were you upset? Uh, or did it bother you? How long did it bother you after you didn't get that fumble recovery? And then I'll ask you a second. It, bothered, it did bother me. Um, but like I said, the guys kept coming up to me telling me, you know, you're going to make another play, get over it. Um, the coaches kept coming up to me telling you, get over it, you know, go on to the next play. Um, and I just, had, I just had to let it go. Um, but did it bother me? Yeah. I think you know if you go back and watch the film, and I'm probably beating my helmet or something. You, know, you, you can tell that I'm just bothering. But yeah, just just like again, testing my, to my teammates that you know, came up to me and told me I was gonna make another play and get over. And and then what's your thought 
But I said, you see the ball leave Matt Ryan's hands, you get in front of the wide receiver, and then you come down with it. Just go up and get the ball. Um, be a playmaker. Be a thief. You know what I'm saying? That's, that's what we do. So I'm um, glad to be a part of this DB group. Glad to, glad to be a part of this defense. Glad to be a part of the Carolina Panthers. Um, just wanted to make you guys proud. You guys the defense. Uh, play for them. Thank you.